1: marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com
0: this is lewis art for boxing social in association with empire fight store and william hill delighted today to be joined with jamie moore we're here ricky hatton's documentary how are you feeling mate you know busy week for you but a nice sort of chilled evening chilled wednesday evening
1: yeah you know i'm really looking forward to it i've seen the uh, the clips and stuff before you know the adverts and uh, it looks really interesting so i'm um, looking forward to it yeah
0: with someone like ricky such a legend in in, in, in you know mancunian boxing in the northwest he? in england in itself how much do you think he's influenced such a generation of you know no one's
1: really had a city get behind him like ricky did no they haven't and uh, you know i lived through it it was um, it was great to witness and you know i think ultimately fighters are always looks um in, in more of a positive light in hindsight and I think as the years go by Ricky will be sort of more appreciated than he even was then you know he had a massive fan base and you couldn't match him for the, for the, for the, for the atmosphere of his fights but I think in terms of his ability and what he could have done and what he achieved I think in the long run he'll be um, he'll study in studying better stead
0: and you look at sort of the, the position that he's in now. You know, sometimes he, you know, he's had, had an exhibition with Barrera last week. Is it good to sort of see? You know, sometimes after their careers, after boxing, it can always sort of be a, a bit of a grey area, especially for some sort of people. Is it good to see now that he's sort of on the right path and really looking at sort of the best life that he's possibly living?
1: Well, I think that, that's what this documentary is about. Is um, you know, is it, it, the, the fact that he went through some turbulent times, went through through, through some tough times, but. Um, ultimately come through the other side of it and he's in a better place for it and uh, you know I, I'm not a massive fan of fighters older fighters coming back and, and making comebacks even for exhibitions but in Ricky's case I thought it was a good thing for him and I thought it came across really well I thought he did great and it was, more, it was more of a means to an end for him to get to this place where you know he's doing much better mentally and physically and um, you know there's no one um, more proud of the way he's turned
0: his life around and got to the stage than I am absolutely well this is a start. This week is a start of a busy sort of big three fights for you. you. Know we see Dave Allen against Fraser Clark this week. Jack Carroll takes on Jorge Linares in a couple of weeks, and obviously you know, the big one, Chantel Cameron in a rematch against Katie Taylor. We'll start with Dave Allen, um, a big comeback fight for him, and for someone like Dave, for a coach, how important was it to sort of install confidence and for him to sort of believe in himself again?
1: Well, I think the main thing with Dave was getting getting him active, and, and, and with activity and sparring and. ...fitness comes confidence... ...and uh, I think Paul and said it years ago... Um, ...you know... Um, a, fit, ...a fit fighter is a brave fighter... ...the fit you are the brave you are... And, uh, ...and that's sort of... ...the same sort of moral around that is... ...Dave Allen's in real good condition now... ...and um, you know... ...I don't want him taking punches like he has done in the past... ...because he's just there... ...to sort of... ...get a payday... ...he's in a position now... ...where he's trained... ...he's had a full training camp... He knows he can beat Fraser Clark. You know, it's not like he's just going in there hoping. He knows he's got the ability to beat him. He's got so much experience as a pro, and, um, and he's looking forward to it. You know, he's he's really hungry for this fight, and that's something what he's never had in the past. And for someone like you, I interviewed Ben Shalom today, and
0: he was talking about you know yourself convincing him to sort of put him in a fight with um with with um, Fraser Clark. Was it a hard thing to do? Sort of, you know. For, to sort of to not, not convince him but for Dave to be sure that he wants to sort of mix it in with, with the best guys after sort of having the
1: time off the thing with Dave is he's a character and he, he's always been out to sell himself so as long as he was he's only had one fight in two years well that means that he's been active him being active then means that he could get a big fight um, all he had to do is put himself in the shop window and someone was going to come along and say you know what he's not really been that active so we're probably getting him out a good time um, they've probably got him at the worst time they could have because this is the most active he's been outside of a boxing ring forever. So, um, so he's in a really good place. And one, a, a big game changer for me is when someone has kids, you have that extra motivation. And he's got his own, he's got his, his own little daughter now, and he's got one on the way. And that means that he's got that extra motivation. You can't put your finger on what it actually does to you, but it gives you that extra 10, 15, 20 percent, and, um, and it showed in the gym. And, and I've never seen him as confident before. Do you think he can definitely mix it in with the best after this? Let's take one fire at a time. But not, you know, my job as a coach is to analyse the tactics, see what he's good at, see where he has to sort of cover his weaknesses, and, and assess the opponent. And from what I can see, Fraser Clark's got a lot of attributes, what he's good at. But Dave Allen is very good at being able to do the things what Fraser Clark's weak at, and that's where his strength is lies in this fight he's got to avoid the situations where he leaves himself vulnerable but after that I think he's got a great chance Absolutely
0: well we'll talk about uh, another man Jack Catterall taking on Jorge Linares uh, October 21st and a big main event for him um, what's it now sort of this time point in Jack's career bouncing back from the, the Josh Taylor defeat however however you want to call it um, bouncing back from that and now sort of after that lengthy layoff he's really kicking on now for you know that potential rematch with Josh Taylor that could be there
1: Yeah just uh, Linares is—he's um, he's not the fighter he was for sort of four or five years ago, but he's still a dangerous puncher. And um, Jack just has to be—make sure he's on his game, Don't, doesn't sort of lose his focus. But I'm just glad he's active because one of the things what has not been great for Jack over the last three or four years is his activity. So now he's boxing regularly. We should start seeing the best of him. And for him,
0: do you think uh, Eddie Hearn wants it? You know, I'm sure Jack wants it that Taylor rematch is always going to be there and do you think now that the magnitude is on after sort of initially the pull out of the rematch it could be a massive massive fight for, for, for Jack as well and I know you're not you know, you know you're know, you not career you're not waiting around Josh Taylor but that chapter is always going to be there
1: listen the fight will always be there but, but Jack's main concern is winning a world title you know he's still not a world champion even though many believe he should be so his first focus has got to be winning a world title and Eddie Hearn promised him he would deliver him a world title shot the, the Josh Taylor fight is always going to be a big fight, no matter what no matter what weight it is, no matter what's on the line because of what's happened historically it's always going to be a big fight, but Jack's main concern's a world title
0: Is there any preference on who you'd like to fight as a world champion we know 140 is stacked with division and the name is always Regis Progray but I'm sure that you, it doesn't really matter for you well, I think
1: the, the next best in the division is Progray and, um, and that's what Jack wants to do, he wants to fight the best and be the best so um, if, if progress is regarded as the next best one, that's that's who we want
0: We'll see Chantelle Cameron back in with a massive, massive fight against Katie Taylor. You know, I and mean, I know it's sort of when it comes, to sort of, you know, when it comes, someone like Katie Taylor, the name she's got, you're going to have to beat her twice. But is it sort of a bit? Do you look at it a bit frustrating, where you know this is sort of still on Katie Taylor's terms, even though Chantelle Cameron has beaten her and beaten her, you know, quite convincingly? No, I
1: think Chantelle said it herself. She she shouldn't have had to go back to Dublin, but you can. You know, at the end of the day, we have to do what we have to do. And uh, should do I believe the fight should have been somewhere else, to do because it should have been on Chantelle's terms. But it's not. Uh, it doesn't matter because Chantelle beat it before in, in Dublin in a back garden. I should do it again, and I believe this time she'll do it more emphatically, and she could even stop her
0: and for people who knew you know they knew how, she, how good Chantel was but do you feel like sort of now she's really getting the respect she deserves people have got her name in. You know, people are calling for her they want Chantel Cameron which is obviously obviously, with a win over Katie Taylor so is it good now that you're finally seeing that you know, Chantel's here and she's getting that respect she definitely deserves I, I, don't,
1: I don't think she's probably getting the respect she deserves I think she's getting more respect than she did before because she beat Katie Taylor but you know there's still a lot of sceptics out there Katie's on the slides stuff like that but it wasn't even just the fact that she beat her. It was the manner in what she did. And, um, you know, I think she'll do it even more emphatically this time. But Chantel's a quiet person. You know, she's not one of these people who shouts her mouth off. She doesn't look for attention. So she sort of goes under the radar sometimes. But, you know, hardcore boxing fans and people who know the sport have the respect for her. And I think that's what
0: matters more than anything. So, Jamie, just want to say thank you for your time. Always a pleasure to catch up with you now. All the best, mate. Enjoy this tonight.